You're listening to the Secrets of Successful Business Podcast, your go-to source for business tips, tricks, and proven strategies that will help you create a streamlined and profitable business. We chat to the best minds in business about their journey. I think there's a lot to be said for naivety. You achieve a lot when you don't quite know. How they started. Hard work doesn't necessarily mean more money. What they learned along the way. I think we do just overcomplicate things and think we have to. And of course, we'll ask them for their secret sauce for creating a successful business. We need to build real emotional connections with our customers that go beyond what we sell. Join us as we take a sneak peek behind the curtain. Talk solutions for those business pain points, working smarter, not harder, mindset, and the challenges of fitting it all in with the demands of today's busy lifestyle. If you're a business owner, side hustler, or just starting your business journey, this podcast is for you. Now, here's your host, business coach, and content creator, Justine McLean from Flossy Creative. Hello, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. In case we haven't met, I'm Justine, a small business owner on a mission to uncover and share the secrets of creating and running a profitable, sustainable and successful business. I've been in business for over 20 years now, and I get to use all that I've learned along the way to help other women in business reduce the overwhelm, gain visibility around their numbers, charge what they're worth and make more money. It's about designing a life you love that fits into your definition of success. So if I can help you create the profitable business you deserve, please reach out. Now, without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Hi, everyone. I wanted to pop in today and do a solo episode for a change. And I thought that because of the phone calls that I had had over the last couple of weeks, it might be time to raise a really important question. Is it time to break up with your bookkeeper or accountant? Because, you know, sometimes it's not you, it's actually them. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk through that a little bit. Now, when we make a decision to start a business, it's usually because we want to share our skills, our creative talents, or maybe it's that kick-ass new product range that, you know, we've been working on for ages. And you know, we go in a bit naively. We know that there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff involved in running a business. But on some level, we think if we've got killer branding, a working website and our social game is strong, then surely the rest is just going to be a breeze, right? And that's where so many business owners come unstuck. Apart from all of those fun to do things, there's a lot of other less fun stuff that we need to deal with as business owners. Think permits, insurance, the legals, those systems and processes we need to get in place. And then of course, there's finance. We're usually motivated to find help to do most of the unfun stuff in our business. But for some reason, when it comes to finance, certainly in my experience anyway, people tend to get a bit stuck. It's something that they just don't want to pay for. I can't even explain why. So it often gets left on the back burner. And then what happens is we either ignore it completely or we leave it until we really have to do it. And then it's hours and hours of complete torture trying to pull it all together. Of course, sometimes we'll reluctantly outsource it to someone who looks like they've got a handle on it on the surface. And then sometimes it works and sometimes it's a complete disaster. 
But regardless of whether it works or it's a disaster, what I find is that most business owners are reluctant to make a change. I can't tell you how many times over the last few weeks I've had a strategy call with prospective new clients and their common theme has been, you know, my accountant speaks to me like I'm an idiot. I just don't feel comfortable with my bookkeeper anymore. I feel like I need to have a new you know, way forward in my business. But for some reason, they just don't know how to walk away. It's like they're in a really bad relationship and they don't know how to get out of it. In a nutshell, they want to break up with their accountant or their bookkeeper or both in some cases, but they're afraid. You know, they either don't want to be mean, they're unsure of the unknown, fair enough, because, you know, they they might be jumping out of the frying pan into the fire. They're worried that there'll be repercussions. Maybe their accountant is going to do something. Or worst case, they believe that their accountant's right, that they're actually crap with money and that all they need to do is run their business better and that you know everything's going to be okay. It also could be due to a sense of crazy loyalty. I had one client last week who you know is using an accountant that her parents used to use, who is now elderly and really isn't interested in doing accounting anymore and wants everything to leave it on spreadsheets. Well, that's great for the accountant, but it's absolutely not working for a lady who is now my new client. So I think if someone's provided you with great service over a lot of years, but maybe they're past it or they're not moving with the times, or they're certainly not giving you the good advice that you need anymore, it might be time to consider making a change. So if you're hearing this and you're nodding along and thinking, yep, that's kind of me, I'm using a a professional for my tax services, or maybe using a bookkeeper or a BAS agent who just doesn't seem up to the task. With the end of financial year looming, maybe now is the time to consider finding someone new. Because as I said, sometimes it's not you, it really is them. So if you're thinking of making a change, here are some things to consider. Now, your finance partner should be just that, a partner. Quite often what happens in these situations, particularly with female entrepreneurs or small business owners who are working with men, and let's face it, the accounting profession is full of men, they tend to get mansplained too, or they don't get given the luxury of all of the information. They're sort of expected to know what a profit and loss is, or know what a balance sheet is, or to understand the difference, or there's some jargon being thrown at them that they don't understand, and they're too afraid to ask to get an explanation. The other thing that might happen is that your accountant or your finance professional might have some idea of where they think your business should go, but it's no longer in line with what you perceive for your business or where you want it to go. So the idea is, you know, that you have someone who's a real partner in the business that you can talk to on a regular basis and get great advice but that you feel free to share your opinion with. As I said, dictators need not apply for this position. The other thing to think about is what sort of finance partner do you actually need? And that could be an accountant, a BAS agent, a bookkeeper, or maybe a combination of those roles. So at the very least, I think every business should have a good accountant. A great accountant is preferable. Your accountant is that person who processes those end of year returns, both for your business and for your personal life. They provide holistic advice that takes into account all of your financial circumstances. So again, that's business and personal, and they can make decisions based across both 
of those things, both the business area and the personal area that is going to maximize your return. And let's face it, that is their job. Their job is to have you paying the least amount of tax possible. They can also help you set goals for your business, for your life. So for example, you might have a business, but you also might want to buy a house. You know, a good accountant can work with you to achieve those goals or to give you some idea of how to go about getting to where you want to go. They can help you decide what sort of entity you want to use. So a company, a trust, should you be a sole trader or maybe even enter into a partnership? And then they can troubleshoot any issues that you might encounter along the way. Now, their expertise comes at a cost because their brilliance lies in the fact that they understand all of the aspects of the tax legislation and they can use that legislation to maximize your tax position. As I said, get you the best bang for your buck when it comes to your financial return, your end of year returns. There is a lot of tax legislation and there are even more changes. So accountants really have to stay on top of a lot of work. They're also very busy. And so quite often the downside of having an accountant to do all of your stuff, particularly in business, is that they don't often have the time to devote that attention to you and your business. So look at the accountant as someone who, you know, dives in perhaps every now and again to give you some advice, but who really earns their money at the end of every financial year processing your business returns and your personal returns. Now, having said that, accountants can also take on the processing of your monthly or quarterly compliance. And there are clients who sort of do that, get their accountants to do that. In some cases, they'll also take on the day-to-day bookkeeping, although invariably I find that they just outsource that or have staff that will take on that job at a much lower rate. So that's accountants. I really highly recommend you get yourself a good accountant. Now, in conjunction with your accountant, hiring a BAS agent can be a great decision for your business. It can be the perfect solution if you don't want to spend as much money on the day-to-day bookkeeping and the services that they provide. BAS agents can do that day-to-day bookkeeping service and payroll services as well. But in addition, they can prepare and lodge your compliance obligations. So that's your business activity statements, better known as your BAS, your IAS returns, which is really declaring the salary and tax on your staff every month. And you might have to enter into that if you have payroll over a certain level single touch payroll, they can apply for government grants on your behalf and TPA registrations which and returns which apply to tradies and cleaners and uh, some interior designers, for example. They can also speak to the tax office on your behalf. Now, generally using a BAS agent is going to be much more affordable than using an accountant because their hourly rate is cheaper but they're trained to a standard that they can provide all of these services very close to an accountant. And more recently, we've, we, I'm a BAS agent, we've been approved to provide advisory services. So things like helping you set your financial goals and, you know, whether or not you should apply for a particular grant, those sorts of things. And BAS agents can also provide virtual CFO services such as budgeting and cash flow forecasting. So great alternatives 
opportunity if, if you want your day-to-day bookkeeping done, you want your payroll done, but you also want someone who has a really holistic eye over your business, who's getting that compliance done and who can really help you make decisions to move the needle in your business so it can get you moving forward and earning more money. Then you've got bookkeepers. Now, bookkeepers uh, really just provide a day-to-day bookkeeping and reconciliation service. They can also provide payroll services and accounts payable services. However, bookkeepers are not able to provide any services in addition to that. So they can't do compliance. They're not allowed to do compliance services and they actually can't advise you on how your business should run. You know, they're probably the next step down in terms of the financial commitment on your part and should cost slightly less than a BAS agent would. So three different alternatives there. Whoever you use, make sure you're using a registered professional. Accountants and BAS agents are required to be registered with the Tax Practitioners Board and the TPB have really stringent conditions around education, insurance, continued professional development, and they insist that you must be a person of good standing to become registered. So that means nothing illegal, no bankruptcy, you're a good, fit and proper person basically. And the good thing about the TPB is At the end of every year, we have to dive in to the TPB and basically re-register, prove that we've been doing the education that we are required to do, prove that we've got the insurance that we are required to have. We also need to belong to a particular association. So for example, I'm a member of the Institute of Public Accountants and we have to have a membership or association like that to be registered with the TPB. You can jump onto the Tax Practitioners Board website and ensure that your finance professional has an up-to-date registration and that they have no black marks against their name in terms of the service that they provide to their clients. Great way to make sure that you're hiring someone who is above board. Now, bookkeepers are still not required to be registered, but they should have the minimum educational requirements that they need to perform bookkeeping services. So be sure to ask for their qualifications and their experience. Just having worked for someone doing accounts does not a bookkeeper make. And I cannot tell you the messes that I've had to jump in and clean up when a business has sort of taken the cheap option and hired someone who really just doesn't have that education. My recommendation is to ask around for recommendations. Often that word of mouth referral is the best way to find a brand new tax professional. But remember, just because another business owner loves their person, it doesn't necessarily make that person a good fit for you. So what I suggest is booking a discovery call or a strategy call before you make any decisions. You can get to know the person that you're planning on working with, ask how they can help you grow your business, maybe who they currently work with, the type of clients that they tend to work with and what sort of experience they have. Still on that, it's a great idea to ask them if they have any testimonials because most business owners, including finance professionals, will have lots of client testimonials and they should be happy to share them with you. So don't be afraid to ask to see them. Using a finance professional can also save you time and money and financial services happen to be a tax deduction and a lot of people aren't aware of that. 
So if you've been using a bookkeeper, BAS agent or accountant in the past, make sure you claim the cost of their services in your tax return. Just think of the time that you'll save outsourcing work you either don't understand or you just don't enjoy doing. While that expert is working on your books, you can be working on other money-making activities that require your specific expertise. And if you're concerned about the cost, you can always ask for a fee estimate upfront. Most finance professionals will have had experience with a similar size business, and so they should be able to give you a rough guide as to what it will cost to do your bookkeeping or submit your compliance or submit your annual tax return. Now, some service providers will charge set monthly fees or service fees, while others will still charge an hourly rate. So find the one that fits best with you and choose that. The main thing to remember is that the relationship you have with your finance professional can make a huge difference to your business, but it only works if you enter into the arrangement, the partnership with an open mind. Share your thoughts honestly, tell your partner, your business partner, what you want to achieve, and then be prepared to implement the suggestions that they offer as part of the ongoing service. It's super important. The businesses that I work with that have had the most success are the people who talk to me about what it is they want. We brainstorm together how they're going to achieve that and find the ways that they feel comfortable working to get to where they want to be. And then they go ahead and they implement. Because like anything, if you want to see a positive change in your business, you probably need to do things a little differently than the way they're being done right now. So the last word on the topic, breaking up with your accountant, BAS agent or bookkeeper can be a super stressful event, but it really doesn't have to be. I want you to remember that this is your business. You're the one who started it and you get to make all of the decisions. So you can choose to engage someone new if the current situation isn't working for you. However, I know that sometimes the breakup is the thing that you just don't feel comfortable with. So if that's you and for any reason you're worried about breaking up with the old, have a talk to your new finance partner. Quite often the incoming finance professional can contact the outgoing finance professional and do the breaking up on your behalf. If only breakups were that simple, right? So if you're in a position where you need a new BAS agent or a bookkeeper, or perhaps you're just keen to get a cloud accounting system started before the next financial year kicks off, I'm going to put my hat in the ring right now. You can book a strategy call with me, a free strategy call that is, and I've linked that in the show notes below, or head on over to my website, www.flossy.com.au and you can check out all of the services that we provide at Flossy Creative and who knows, maybe we'll be new business partners. Okay, so that's the end of today's podcast. Do you need to break up with your accountant or your bookkeeper? I hope I have given you some food for thought and I hope you head into the new financial year feeling super inspired. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the Secrets of Successful Business podcast. For more information on all things business, head to flossy.com.au and make sure you hit subscribe on the show so you don't miss another new episode. If you're enjoying the show, please give it a quick rating or review, share it on your socials or with friends who might enjoy it. Catch you next time.